Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Hello and welcome to Shooting the Gap. No funny plays on the Shooting the Gap wordage today. I got no accents. Nope. Gonzo will be back from his trip from South America. The South American tour. The South American tour. He's making his way up Central America right now. Hopping borders, jumping fences. You know what we should have done is like build an app like that like track a Santa thing, but it's Gonzo running around uh, sweaty, horrible, thieving, monkey-infested countries. Monkey-infested? Like thieving monkeys. Like there's too many of them. And they steal stuff. And there's too many who steal. Is it the monkeys that are too many, or is it that the, there's too many of them that steal? I think it's too many that, they, that steal. That's I'd the be okay with monkeys, because they're monkeys. Right. But, like, they have, like, their own, like, criminal empire. And they take stuff for no reason. Yeah, they, they're literally like the bandit in Dark Knight. Uh, in Dark Knight. Like, they just chuck shit. They just take it, and they're like, this was cool. Oh, I'm bored now. I don't have opposable thumbs. This is useless. Yeah, like, what's a monkey going to do with an Amex? We're like, what is this, a credit card? Shit. I'm just a monkey. I can't hold a pen to sign the fucking receipt. Oh, well, now that's they... That's why they throw it away, right? I think that's why they put the chips in all the cards now. <laughs> it's it's the, an anti-monkey chip. The thieving monkeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they'd still be able to stick the chips in the slot. And still be able to... You know, all you do is just put your card in there now, and they're all like, see... This proves it's not theft. It's like... I can still steal a card. I mean, I don't see how that proves anything. Most of the time... Give it time. They'll figure... The hackers and fishers will always I figure mean, I, out... I feel like if you give them a chip... They'll figure out how to hack the They're going to figure out how to hack chips next. So, I mean... Or there'll be an exploit that no one saw coming. Why don't you just be happy that you guys make a shitload of money on... Doing new cards. <laughs> I still don't have a chip in my card. Raping people on interest rates. And whatnot. I'm sure the monkeys rape too. On interest rates? In general. The monkey banks. They really get to them. That's why they gotta steal. They turn to theft. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Like the economic collapse <laughs> of like the monkey lands. The, the monkey hierarchy. We there, have the there World was, there Series. Was no, there was no bailouts in the monkey uh, economic collapse. We have the World Series on in the background. I'm not done talking about monkeys. It is Sunday night. The Royals have the go-ahead run in the top of the 12th right now. And that guy in the Mets hat does not look happy. He is a sad Wow, guy. they all do not look happy. Well, that guy can look like Ron Howard. Yeah, he almost looks like Ron Bartman. Steve Bartman? Steve Bartman. I don't know who that is. He's the fucking Chicago guy who went to catch the foul ball. Chicago Cubs could have gone to the World Series. He fucked it up. Oh, didn't he have to move and, like, they were going to burn down his house? Yeah, and like, he had to move because people were going to kill him. I don't know why it's the Cubs. I wouldn't have been, you know. I mean, they, they lost the rest of that series in so many different ways, but, you know, let's blame one guy one time for it. Sure. He was probably a monkey. He looked like a sad panda, that's for sure, after that. You know who's also a sad panda, Doug? Aaron Rodgers. He's a very sad panda. 
No discount double checks today. I don't know what that means. He's in the commercials. Discount double check. Okay. Is that like a regional thing? That's like a national thing for State Farm. Discount double check. I don't really watch TV, so commercials are kind of lost on me. shove your fucking reading in my face again. I get it. You're well read, and I'm just a nobody. No, I just I don't watch TV traditionally. I, I watch it online, so commercials tend to, I tend to. So then, you miss good commercials sometimes. Yes, but I also miss bad commercials. You do miss bad commercials, which is lucky for you. Mm-hmm. You know who's unlucky today, Doug? I'm just kidding. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, because you know, if the Broncos are just lucky all the time then Aaron Rodgers was a victim of bad luck today because the Broncos lucked their way into having him only throw 77 yards, complete 14 passes, and get sacked three times. One of those was a strip sack that caused the safety. But, you know, the Broncos are just a team of luck, lucking by one of the most elite teams in the league. Not. I'm so incredibly happy. What did I say we had to do last week, Doug, to win this game? I don't know, but I'm sure you'll tell me anyway. You're right. I will. Because <laughs> I'm so fucking thrilled. I said we would win the game handedly if we did these two things. One, run the ball. Three things. One, run the ball... Two, not have Peyton made bad turnovers. He had one interception. Kind of looked like the throw to Caldwell. He didn't know which shoulder he was supposed to turn on, or he ran the route too long, or he ran the route too short. Whatever it was he did, he did not make. It didn't look like he got out of his cut. So it wasn't one of those silly, here's just a long, floaty pass up in the sky. Um, and the offensive line had to play tremendous and the offensive line played tremendous. We ran the football. Peyton Manning didn't throw bad passes. It was great. It was everything I said couldn't possibly happen. We actually, uh, I played, uh, I was playing a tabletop game earlier today and wasn't paying attention to sports whatsoever because, well, I played tabletop games. Um, and uh, I knew that based on the traffic getting to record this um, was how well we were doing and traffic was extremely light. Sparse, you might say. Sparse, one would say. Um, one would, in fact. Uh, because one it did, was. I believe. Huh? And one did. Yes, that multiple times. Because um, you keep prompting me. But, <laughs> as one would prompt. Um, but, uh, <coughs> when I got to Ryan's, look at the score, I just about, metaphorically, shit my pants because we both picked them to lose, Broncos to lose, and I walk in, and it's 29-10. Not. That's literally almost the score you predicted, but not <laughs> the right winner. And I, I, don't, I don't believe I predicted a 29-10. Um, uh, you predicted a 24-14 Packers. Something to that effect, yes. I definitely predicted the Packers having at least one short field touchdown, followed by two good drives, maybe a field goal drive. I, I, did, I did not, I was telling people all day I expected Aaron Rodgers to have at least two touchdowns. I expected him to do that because he's Aaron Rodgers. As, hey, we, discussed, as, as we discussed off air, 
if you're going to talk about the elite, the elite quarterbacks pretty much drop off from Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So wherever you put Aaron Rodgers, number one, number two. Current uh, current quarterbacks. Current quarterbacks. <clears throat> no matter where you put them right now in the whole current NFL stat- status of elite quarterbacks, you know that they are one and two, respectively. That's almost not even arguable. If you want to argue anybody else, um, you're fucking stupid. I, I think everybody who watches football and knows the game knows that Aaron Rodgers is an amazing quarterback, and this Denver defense just proved that it is, in fact, the best defense in the league because they held Aaron Rodgers to 77 yards. They did not luck their way to it. They did not have Aaron Rodgers have a bad game. They did a whole shitload of... Their no, injuries made... happened on the defensive side of the football tonight. So, when I read people talking about the defensive... About the injuries and how the Packers were the much better team had it not... Well, excuse me, but before Shields went out, I mean, we were moving the ball. Uh, so, I, I kind of don't think that Will Shields is suddenly... You know, uh, even a top five cornerback in the league, suddenly he is. I don't know how that, I don't know how you can suddenly say that. And that's just, it's just not the case. I mean, he, he got hurt making a tackle on a receiver. He didn't get hurt defending a pass. So, you know, Clay Matthews got hurt coming in trying to help out those defensive backs on a tackle. And, yeah, the Broncos took advantage of a young guy up the middle. I mean, you lose your middle linebacker in any league, in any team. I mean, that's huge. That is huge. And the Broncos went right up the gut and scored a touchdown after he left the game. But holding Aaron Rodgers to 14 completions and 77 yards and forcing him to fumble a ball, which turned the ball over in points, plus the free kick after the safety back to a Denver team that's playing pretty well. I mean, I watched a lot of Denver Broncos stuff for the season for the game coming up, and mad props, real quick, just want to take a quick timeout from talking about the game. Mad props to Pat Bolin, who is one of the best owners to ever own a professional sports franchise. He is one of the best guys. The only thing that guy ever wanted to do is win, and all he's ever done. He fired somebody he thought he considered one of his greatest friends, Mike Shanahan, who's in attendance tonight to honor Pat Bowen into the ring of fame, and deservedly so. Pat Bowen, mad props, mad respect from this show. I'm sure the Gons sends his love that way too. Dealing with Alzheimer's and that sucks, especially at, you know, 71 years old. I mean, that's it's an older guy, but, yeah. I mean, that's, my father's like five years from 71. And to think that, you know, that kind of thing can occur just like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's been dealing with it for at least the last three years. Yeah. So, um, he can't be in, this is, he can't even be in public right now because it's, you know, it's gotten that bad, and you know that shit's tragic. Everybody's seen that. So, mad love, mad respect to you. And your team came out and they played their ass off 
that 97 team showed up, those Super Bowl back-to-back team players, everybody showed up um, for love and support, and just, they came out and spoke with the team, and I, I knew the Denver team would definitely not, there's no way they were going to play flat. Just no way. By the end of the week, I could tell. No way this team's going to come out and play flat. I was blown away at how well they played. I was completely blown away at how well they played all three phases of the game. Special teams, coverage on punts, the uh, field goals, the... Defense coming out and stopping the run. Uh, Eddie Lacy, I mean, they had one good drive. I mean, that's where most of the yards came from. Aaron Rodgers had 77 yards tonight, Doug. The Green Bay total offense tonight, 140 yards. They had one drive where they went down for a touchdown. That was an 83-yard drive. So... Two-thirds of their yardage for the whole night came off of one, one drive. Yeah. And that's where they actually started to look like they were putting some shit together. But the Broncos didn't back down. I mean, that was that made it a 10-point game. That was still The Broncos were still dominating, and they still finished. They dominated the rest of the game. They slacked in that, le- that middle of the second quarter was it. That was it. There's a little bit of slack there, but man... I can't believe I'm still going online and seeing you idiots online saying that Denver is not good. I don't know how you could even say that. I just, well, that based on based on the first couple of games, I mean, as an outsider <clears throat> looking in, I mean, you, it was a lot of luck. It was a lot on the defense, not on the offense. I'm going to fight anybody who says the luck. I'm sorry, Doug. I've been over this. But I think they utilized... Uh, we, <coughs> said, not... we said this off-air. I think they utilized their time with the bye week to get their shit together. And even... Okay, even if it wasn't luck, it was defense versus offense, you need both being coordinated properly to win a game. To be completely dominant. And you see why when... And to be fair... The Broncos have played four of their six games on the road. This was only their third home game. That's a lot of road work. That's you play you play half you play half your games on the road, play half the games at home. They played half of their road games already away in the first six games. Yeah. So to get a win in the NFL is tough. To get a road win in the NFL is really tough. I don't care. People talk about, oh well, they didn't destroy the Browns. Well, the fucking Arizona Cardinals almost fucking lost to the Browns today. Yeah. I mean, they were getting they were getting owned early in that game. So, you know, it can happen, and that was, you know, a way for Arizona too. Um, but, you know, their quarterback came out and was throwing great passes. They didn't run the ball especially well, but, you know, that's what happens when you turn the ball over. You can't turn the ball over on the road. Otherwise, the game's going to be tight. And that's just what happens with the Denver Broncos is they were turning the ball over early on the road. Games that are tight, you cannot turn the ball over. They got their win in Kansas City that way. They got the, they beat Baltimore that way. Um, I mean, I'm not... I'm actually incredibly happy about the way the offense was able to go because that Green Bay defense... 
they are we're number one and they are probably number two three however you want to look at that if you want to say carolina you want to say arizona they are definitely a top five defense and peyton manning peyton manning threw for 340 yards on him. he didn't throw a touchdown that caldwell touchdown that sucks that game called back but but they knew they had to be running the ball more than passing. Well, you know, they they the the two big backs that we had that we needed to get production from ran for 161 yards. Ronnie Hillman, CJ Anderson, CJ busting over 100 yards finally, getting into the end zone. Ronnie Hillman ran in for two touchdowns. So, we were getting production from the offense, which is how everybody says, why does the deep, why does the Patriots, why are they so dominant? Because they get production from their offense. Their defense isn't especially great. But the other team's offense can't do shit with the ball if you have the ball. Yeah. That's And if you have a great defense who's sitting on the sideline, getting a rest, taking it easy, and your offense is doing what they want to do, you see tonight what happens when your offense runs the other team. You see what happens when you dictate to them and you have a great defense this is what can happen. And we shut down Aaron Rodgers. Shut him the fuck down. Brutalized him. Which I'm sure we I did, hear about at work tomorrow. We did everything I said we had to do, Doug. Just everything. We literally did everything. And it came out dominating. And to me, that shit's incredible. Because... I just didn't see us dominating in this fashion. KC uh, Royals are ahead 7-2. Oh, my God. Bottom of the 12th? So, the Kansas City Royals are going to win the World Series. In the time I sat here babbling about the Broncos, they racked up enough runs to win the World Series. They're going to win the World Series. Congratulations, Kansas City Royals. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's not over till the fat lady sings, especially in baseball, but... She's warming up the pipes. She's, uh... What's that spray them bitches use to relax the throat? You know that Come. Doug. Yes? I'm gonna go with Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Like it's it's like a primatine mist or something. It's it's it, yeah it's it, it's. You see Looney Tunes like, cartoons. Yeah, they always yeah. supposed to relax the vocal cords. I don't think they use that anymore. God no, no, I don't. Think I, I hear that. I hear that that damages them and stuff. Helium. Uh, it's called helium. Helium stuff. <laughs> helium. Ah, uh, congratulations to the Denver Broncos for whooping ass and um, quit calling my fucking team lucky. Quit calling this team lucky. They aren't lucky. That's not luck. Just be appreciate what you're looking at because I'm looking at it right now and I'm still seeing people doubt this team. So that's fine. We'll just keep flying under the Do you the think radar. you'll see a more consistent running game out of Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton, Peyton Manning as opposed to passing games now? Um, well, a Gary Kubiak offense is supposed to be run heavy. Uh, if Gary Kubiak, Mike Shanahan, pretty much their idea of offense is 
run the ball to set up the pass as opposed to some teams whose theory is throw the ball deep to move the safeties back and then work your running back up the middle with the safeties playing back so far. Um, so the reason why the offenses look like shit is because of simple things like not running the ball effectively. You can't run the ball effectively, then the safeties don't have to play up. They can play back, which means that you now also don't have the deep pass because the safeties are playing back. What we saw today, we saw the ability, especially DT, he came out and played amazing. He finally stopped dropping fucking passes. He caught everything thrown at him tonight. Um, <clears throat> he got deep balls. Peyton Manning was throwing deep passes. He was getting his tight ends work in because he was not working his tight ends in. Uh, Virgil Green had an amazing game. Owen Daniels had his best game as a Bronco. Um, so working in the run, is, is it's more like if you can run effectively, then all those other things in the offense work better. They have to because they have to chase the running back. I actually saw Peyton Manning run a bootleg and complete a pass. It was fucking crazy. Almost lost my mind. This offense did everything I said that they couldn't fucking possibly do all of it. I didn't think they could have done all of it. But I said they should easily handle this game. I didn't think they would. I said they should easily handle the game if they do all those things. The Royals are now... Still 7-2. <laughs> but do they have an out? That's one out. So they're two outs away That's from two, winning? They're one out away from winning. They're one out away from crowning the new... <laughs> Get it? Crowned because they're Royals. We'll never be Royals, Doug. I'm not going to dignify that. And also thank you for getting the weird-out version stuck in my head. Yes. High fives. Aluminum foil. We'll start with the power rankings, the rankings of power. Even though this could possibly change, I don't believe it will. Um, Andrew Luck has been playing with busted-up ribs, apparently, and a bad shoulder, which is why Andrew Luck has been looking like garbage. Um, I watched a TV show with Andrew Luck on it today. You don't watch TV, you said. I watched a TV show. I watch stuff online. doesn't mean I don't watch TV. <laughs> Rankings of power. Powers of rankings. I'm going to go unconventional because I didn't... I know I don't like to do the power rankings. When a team hasn't played, who's going to be on the list, or pretty sure will be on the list. But I'm pretty sure they'll be okay. Um, number five, after getting dominated and dropping a game, I'm sorry... To the back of the line of the of the elite teams. Sorry, Green Bay, you were my number one, my number two, back and forth throughout the season so far. But Denver showed you why they're more dominant than you. So, number five, the Green Bay Packers, because they did lose to a really good Denver team, and I'll say that a really really good Denver team, because they figured out how to run the ball. Number four, this is the unconventional part. We haven't seen Monday Night Football. Crazier shit has happened. Panthers could still lose, but as of right now, 
Number four, the Panthers, until they play. Number three, the Bengals, still, because they almost lost. They could have de- definitely lost that game in Cincinnati, in uh, Pittsburgh today. Um, Andy Dalton played his worst game of the season. Um, lost Le'Veon Bell for the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is fucking huge, but we'll see. What the shit were the Steelers wearing today? That would be their throwback unis. Oh, my God. They like to do that just to make all of our eyes bleed. Yeah. 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 They looked like they were like in prison for people that steal mustard. My daughter started laughing right away when she saw that. She and we've seen what your daughter wears half the time. Laughing uncontrollably. And she said, what are they wearing? And they said, what are you talking about? And she goes, the uniform. I didn't realize she was watching the game at all. Right. The uniforms, they said, um, that's that's their ugly ass, almost throwback, as, yeah. almost as ugly as the Broncos brown throwbacks. Oh my god, the season. Broncos throwbacks were rough. They look like throw up mm-hmm. and diarrhea. Number Which two, technically butt throw up. Number two, the Broncos finally coming in and stealing it from the Green Bay Packers, showing that they belong higher on the list. By dominating the Green Bay Packers, both sides of the football domination. Because, I don't know, holding the best quarterback in the league, arguably best quarterback in the league, to 77 yards passing, and then turning around and having 500 total yards of offense, that's domination. They were dominated today. Number two, the Denver Broncos. Number one, you got to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now the Patriots are the man. And they handed that ass to the Dolphins. Doug, what's our pop culture? Well, in honor of Ryan Silva's birthday, we're going to do top five famous Ryans. Nice. I like to do like nice things like this. I mean, I don't, I don't know when the hell Gonzo's birthday is, but um, I guess we could do like top five Adams. I know we did top five Ducks. I, know, I remember we did that. Um, so maybe we'll do something different for my birthday, but... January eleventh. Um, my birthday or his? His. Okay, I was like, because you're kind of off on mine. We have like, done top five. Dogs. I was like, never mind. We're not doing. It. We're doing John Candy again. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> you don't smile at now when I talk about Dungeons and Dragons. I do. Too. Um, you do very well, actually. That's it. Sorry. Dad. And uh, yeah, no, I was waiting to. I was gonna alert you. Uh, the Royals just won the World Series. Congratulations to the Kansas City Royals. They're jumping up and down. They're jumping up and down. Like there a bunch be. of Kansas City faggots. They're all... Really? What? It's the, from the movie. Oh, okay. About as useless as tits on a mule. It's a quote from... Uh, oh, God damn. I could say an old movie now. But yeah, that would be, uh, that'd be Blazing Saddles. It's pretty old. Uh-huh. It was pretty old back when we first when, when we watched it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty old movie. Uh, right. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to? Oh, you go first. Okay. Uh, I got a couple uh, honorable mentions. Um, Ryan Jones, um, otherwise known as Lizzie, he's one of my favorite Ryans. Yay! Uh, and then Ryan Silva. You don't even make your top five. No. You were like number three on my list. That's bullshit. Oh, well. 
There are more famous Ryans than you. Um, then not then cool you're not really going to like number five. Um, uh, Ryan Quinton, uh, K-W-A-N-T-E-N. I don't know. I'm going to look at Ryan and just know the answer, but probably didn't watch True Blood. Uh, not he was, not he, enough of it. He was Sookie, uh, he was Sookie's brother, Jason Stackhouse. Oh, I like him. Yeah. He well, was I like Jason Stackhouse. I don't necessarily know. But, I mean, he brought that character. I mean, he had a lot of emotional depth, especially on the last couple of seasons uh, when it started getting better. He was a wonderful idiot, wasn't he? He was. Uh, and then he became, like, an idiot cop and then became, like, an actual fucking cop. Um, despite that one season where he was afraid he was going to become a were-panther. That was rough. But um, he was also in Knights of Badassdom, which is a great movie um, about a pack of LARPers who accidentally summon a real demon. You just throw the word great around like it's nothing. Just throwing that around. Um, I'm trying to overuse phenomenal. <laughs> this is my issue. Knights of Badassdom, not phenomenal. Uh, it's a great movie. I liked it. It's great, but not phenomenal. Uh, my number f- uh, four, uh, Meg Ryan. You're nodding like, okay, because I was like, I'm going to throw some curveballs with last names on this one. Um, you know... I liked her. She was originally like America's sweetheart. Like I would say, her and uh, uh, Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, after the whole Russell Crowe slash botched uh, face surgery thing, the plastic surgery, like it wasn't horrible. Pick, like, what's the last thing you remember her doing after Proof of Life? Well, you know, what's the last thing we ever remember people doing after twelve years of being great? Nothing. Nothing. Most of the time you suck after about 10, 12 years. Um, but don't, I mean, don't usually get Joe versus there. Volcano. Inner Space. Um, even Proof of Life, actually, I like that one a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other sassier ones she had. Harry Met Sally. I mean, the most immortal Top scenes. Top Gun. Uh, okay, let me get this. Oh, no, she was in Top Gun, wasn't she? Was she was Goose's lady. But That's it. right. He really... Really came into his own after he graduated college. Because he was a Tri-Lambda. Because it was Anthony Edwards and he was in Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, anyway. Uh, my number three, Ryan Gosling. Um, to be perfectly honest, when Brad Pitt first hit and all the guys were like, me, whatever, like, make your fucking fucking nice and he's a fucking whatever... And then you look back at like his career. He made like some really uh, Brad Pitt made some really like guy movies. Um, I think Ryan Gosling does that as well. Legends of the Fall was always portrayed to me early on before I'd even watch it as some kind of chick flick. And then you watch it, and you're and like, you watch it, I'm he like, fucking this, fights a bear. This is like a fucking dude movie, like disguised as a chick flick. This is yeah. fucking awesome. Anthony Hopkins in that was great. Dude, After everybody in that movie is fucking great. Awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. Screw that um, but I think Ryan Gosling gets like a bum rap because you're like, yeah, he came out of the whole like Nicholas Sparks movies thing. Um, but I mean, Blue Valentine, uh, Drive, or Driver, I can never remember which one it is. Um, uh, uh, what's the one? The American Gang, not American Gangster. Um, you know that like the the gangster movie that he came out with a couple of years ago. Remember the Titans. Yeah, I mean, once it, that's a guy movie. Like, so I think like he suffers from like kind of the pretty boy thing. But then you look at the movies he makes, and you're like, 
he makes some guy ass movies. He's got a pretty face. He does have a pair of furs. Um, and that's why I was with Evo Mendez. Uh, number two, total nerd thing, Jerry Ryan. Seven of nine. Also still hot. Still hot. She was actually just on like an episode of something I was watching, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, Jerry Ryan is still smoking hot. Totally aged well. <coughs> Not surprising, because she's one of the Borg. Um... <laughs> Why is that not surprising? Because she's one of the Borg? Did the Borg just not age? Or? Yeah, no, like, they're like half, like, machinery. Like, they don't really age. Um, that's why they all look young. Um, except they're queen. She looked weird. Uh, but that was another story. Um, and number one, not surprising based on what I'm wearing, Ryan motherfucking Reynolds. Once again, pretty boy, but look at what he's doing. Deadpool, duh. Blade three. Even the proposal was fucking funny. I mean, the it's guy's got movie great. He's in. Uh huh. He's in that fucking one horror movie. Uh, the Amityville, uh, Amityville remake. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, he was weirdly enough the best actor in that, and that's not saying a whole lot because I think oh, it was just a rough movie to make. Yeah. Um, I think that wasn't his fault. Um, <clears throat> he was good in it though. Just because other people suck in a movie doesn't mean you can't credit for somebody else for being good. But once again, like, you know, probably, I would say second best abs of his career, because first is going to be Blade 3, when he's, like, chained up talking to Parker Posey, and he calls her a cock-juggling thunder cunt. Well, that was, you know what was great about that, is, like, the first, when you saw that, you're like, I didn't think he was ripped. I always thought he was just... Well, because he played, like, the, not pudgy guy, but, like, not... Fucking rip dude in uh what is it two girls two guys a girl in the pizza place mm-hmm. was like it, one of his big breaks in the, in like the American um, television scene um, and I'm not saying he was like Chris Pratt where like Pratt was like t- obviously fucking chubby and right. then got shredded for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy but I mean I I don't think Ryan Reynolds was like as shredded as <clears throat> before he like broke into like film I think that like he wanted to be athletic. Um, and he's an athletic dude. Um, I'm not happy with who he's married to. <coughs> That's all another story. I wish he would have stayed with the Black Widow. Um, they would have had beautiful babies who would have become our overlords. Um, or be horrible, horrible chuds. Uh, there was no middle ground on that one. Um, you know, I think the failings of Green Lantern were not his. I will say that before anyone jumps down my goddamn throat. I'm a huge Green Lantern fan. The movie was not wonderful at all, but I think that was too many cooks in the kitchen, uh, bloated budgets. Um, DC just not having it on the ball at the way we hope they do now with some of the shit they're coming out with. Um, but yeah, Ryan Reynolds, my number one famous Ryan. Uh, good list, Doug. Thank you. I'm going to have to add that Jerry Ryan on my honorable mentions right there. It's such a fucking boner for her when she was seven of nine. Oh I still do. She was on Boston Legal. She was just on, I think, um, not Community, but um, what's the one I watch right now? Parks and Rec. God, she's hot. And she, yeah, like totally aged well. Like not, she's not like timeless, but she aged extremely well. Like she aged like Jillian Anderson is aged. Nice. And you're like, okay, you're older, but I would like. I would still, like, shit my pants if you were in the room. 
You know what I mean? Right. I just be like, bah, boner, and then run away. I can't talk to her. Why not? Because I got a big ass boner right now. It'd be like the Ron Burgundy you have a massive erection scene. Yes. Yeah. It would be that. Um, number five. See, I, I, I thought, you know, luckily nobody's here to make fun of us for this. So fuck all you guys. But Ryan Gosling, my body double, of course. <laughs> As you know, Doug. Doug see me about my and shirt, so you know, I'm pretty much, you know Double Ryan Gosling, yeah. Yeah, you know. Just a different face. Maybe if Ryan Gosling had like twenty extra pounds on him, you know. But otherwise Or like had like one of those weird conjoined twins that was just like hair and teeth. Like removed. Know, yeah. Like some kind of like homunculus thing. Like yeah. a lump. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You'd totally be Ryan Gosling's lump. Sounds like reminds me of Fight Club. I am Ryan Gosling's lump. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Meg Ryan. Yeah, of course. See that? See, I, I, I didn't think you wouldn't go with the last names. I thought you'd totally go for that. Love Meg Ryan. Growing up, loved yeah. watching Meg Ryan movies. I'm not ashamed to admit it. She was. I'm a little itchy about like you've got mail and um, slippers and saddle, but. But her early, I mean, like I said, inner space, I'll fucking watch that until the cows come home. Loved her in that. You find out she's pregnant, and you're like, oh, he's in a vagina. Well. Uterus at the time, I guess. He was in her vagina, which is how that baby got there. Somehow, I don't know, he like, sucking face, and all of a sudden he's in a, a fucking, her downstairs part. That's weird. He's in her baby maker. Um, and then, um, number three, fictional character. What? Jack Ryan. <laughs> Shit. Yes! I was listening to your list, and I was like, he has no fictional characters. No, I don't. I knew I would get one on there. Jack Ryan. Which yeah. Jack Ryan? Or, like, just in general? Just in general. Okay. Because I think you'd go Harrison Ford if push came to shove I know you wouldn't go Affleck wouldn't I would you I probably I don't know we only have three choices because it was Alec Baldwin and Hunt for October and then Harrison Ford for Clear Present Danger Chris and Pine in the new one. Oh yeah I forgot about Jack Ryan Shadow Jerk or whatever the fuck it's called yeah. um Into Darkness <laughs> Jack Ryan Into when- Darkness he gets shot down from the Enterprise to be... Jack yeah, yeah, Ryan. yeah. It's like when they go back in time on the fourth Star Trek. It's like, we're searching for the, uh, what do you call them? Sluts. Number two. Nolan Ryan. Yeah. I love Nolan Ryan. I know you're... you're Is that the rocket? No, that's... That's... That's Cy Young. No, that's... <laughs> just, just stop. Roger Clemens. Is that right? I think that's right. The Rocket? Yeah. I don't know. Where's Gonzo when we need to talk about baseball? Yeah. He's good for that. Yeah. The Express. I don't know who that is. Nolan Ryan. I mean, it's a bus, but I mean, other than that. <laughs> and um, number one, besides me, 
I thought that was clear. Honestly, I thought you were going to put yourself one. When, I was like... When, when I thought that was clear. I thought this was like, you know, top five Ryans besides me. Oh, okay. Well, I did you have an honorable mention? One of my nearest and dearest friends. Ryan Reynolds. Of course. Because he's fucking awesome. I will... He's one of those... One of those actors who I will watch anything and he's in. And you could know it's going <clears> to <throat> suck, like... Somebody can tell me the movie's going to suck, and I'll go, well, that's fine, but I'm still going to watch What's it. What's the one he's in with Anna Ferris that was really funny? Where he's, like, the fat guy who, yeah, like... Yeah, that was, um... Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, I though. Know. Like, even that one was really fucking funny. I love that. And I was like, that's probably going to suck. And it was like, oh, no, okay. Kind of pulls the saving silver, and you're like, yeah, surprisingly funny. Saving Silverman Factor strikes again. Dude, you'd be surprised how many times I bring that up on movies I think are gonna suck, and then I'm just like, holy shit, that shit's amazing. You're like, that was some good Saving Silverman type shit right there. Yep. Um, we're gonna go on to uh, week nine without further ado. Adi. Adi. We'll be picking some games and helping your football pool. If you've been following, um, you would know pretty much, you know, I'm good for it, I feel like, for the most part. I don't, I, I, I'm pretty much 12-4 and four every week. So if that's good enough to win your football pools, you just go ahead and steal my picks if you want. Ooh. Except for week seven. I just had... Yeah, we did not do well. I had diarrhea. Oh, no, we're on, we're on week eight, aren't we? Or the... Are we, are we recapping eight or moving on to nine? We're... we're well, we just... Re, well, we, we, we can talk a couple games about eight. My Saints won. Doug wants to talk about the Saints for a second. Doug? I had to, I had to leave when it was 49-42 Giants and was like, son of a bitch, how do you score that many fucking points on both sides? And, like, uh, apparently... Fucking, the Saints eked it out. Um, They're good at eking. Uh, their punter is a terrible human being. Who will the, definitely no, the, the be, Giants punter, you mean? The Giants punter will be a terrible human being, and he will be hated in the locker room. And he probably flew his own plane home because they wouldn't allow him on the team. So, like, plane. get off our plane, Finkel. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that happened to him. A lot of bad shit happened. Let's uh, real quick. The pa- the Patriots destroyed the Dolphins. Just a team that was starting to roll. We had high hopes for. Got absolutely fucking dismantled. A team that typically plays the Patriots really well, really close. I thought that was going to be a closer game than it was. Um, a game that wasn't close at all was Kansas City. And the Lions. The Lions are fucking shit again. Welcome back to the cellar for the next ten years, Lions. Um, Tampa Bay holding out. Beating Atlanta. That was a nice win for those guys. Who did I pick on that one, Tampa Bay? We both picked Atlanta on that one, Doug. So we won? We suck again. Tampa Bay won. Arizona and Cleveland. Um, once again, Cleveland was hanging on. Oh, right, because I don't root for tuberculosis. That's why. They were hanging on. Uh, couldn't hang on long enough 
Just too much offensive firepower. And that Carson Palmer and Larry Fitzgerald really fucked me over on my fantasy football game. That was bullshit. But whatever. Moving on. Um, Tavon Austin finally made his little comeback. If you will. He is... uh, Keep the San Francisco 49er ass. They they suck again. Uh, Saints Giants. Oof. A lot of touchdowns in that game, Doug. Yeah, there were. There was a lot. Way of... to go, defense on both both sides of it. Hope you were smart enough to play, Drew Brees. Yeah, or Eli Manning. Hopefully, you had a choice of either Drew Brees. Or Eli Manning, and then you're just very happy that you didn't have to play either of them. I didn't, but I know people who did have to play them. And I know one guy who's still going to lose his fucking game, even after playing him, which is kind of hilarious. That happens. Uh, Chicago and the Vikings. Chicago... I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, Chicago. We, you lost you lost the one guy that you were probably trying to dump in the first place. Um, not sure how, how long that injury is uh, alleged to last. Um, but they can't afford to lose anybody on that team. Uh, flat out. Cannot afford to lose them. And they lost the game close. Jay Cutler played pretty fucking hard for you. Uh, if your coach wasn't, your GM wasn't so busy getting rid of all your talent and trying to find ways to bury your locker room, uh, you probably could have won that game. Not like you're going to win that division because, I mean, you just proved that you can't beat the Vikings. You're definitely not going to beat the Green Bay Packers. So, But, you know, good luck being the Bears. Uh, San Diego and Ravens, that one came down. Another close game. Um, the Ravens are finally getting a win. Must feel nice for them to not suck as bad. But, you know, the San Diego Chargers still suck again. And they're at the bottom of the AFC West, which is what? Andy Dalton playing his worst game this season. Obviously not ever. We know that wasn't his worst game ever. Um, he rallied the troops at the end. And I think if the Steelers don't lose Le'Veon Bell, I think that that changes a lot of the game call, the game plays uh, that Mike Tomlin calls. Uh, I feel like losing him was pretty bad, especially for me, since he was on my team. Oof, he's probably done for the season, and that sucks. Uh, Tennessee and the Texans... The Texans getting a win, just like the Ravens, huh? Huh? You guys get to be on the winning side? That's cool. The Tennessee Titans suck without Marcus Mariota, which is a shocker to me. They're absolutely terrible on offense without Marcus Mariota. He makes a difference on that team, so we'll see if he can come into his own. Really can't be upset with the Raiders much these days. They're actually playing really good football. Um... They're starting to let teams into it later. Their last two weeks have been 
blowing the shit up, killing the team early, and then playing sloppy defense. That seems like, you know, something Del Rio would do. Just play sloppy defense to the point where the team almost has a chance to come back. Uh, if Brandon Marshall and Ryan Fitzpatrick are totally injured playing in that game, um, the game may have a different ending depending on if they could have gotten the ball back a couple more times. But, hey, the Raiders are number two. Kansas City and San Diego are below the Raiders, and I didn't think that would happen this year. Uh, the fucking Seahawks managed to eke out a win against the Cowboys. People keep talking about how tremendous this Seahawks team is still, and I still don't see it. Uh, something's missing on that team. Not sure what it is. Defensively, they're still playing pretty good. Uh, Sherman locked down Des Bryant, locked him down. And I didn't think he had that in him. So I'm so proud of him. Good job. Big mouth. Fucker. Week 9. Thursday Night Football. Browns and Cincinnati Bengals, Doug. Ooh, uh... I don't know. Um... I don't my phone out for a coin flip. Um... Wow. That was some Gary Oldman from the professional shit going right there. Um, I don't know. Um, who do you pick? I'll, I'll bandwagon with you on that one. Doug bandwagons the Cincinnati Bengals because even though they almost threw it away, they're not going to throw it away to the Browns, even on a short week. I don't care who the hell you are. The Bengals are way more talented than the Browns, and that's what's going to always win. A lot of games in the NFL. Uh, I'll take talent over most things in the NFL. Uh, Green Bay, Carolina. Doug? Green Bay. I think they'll play hard to come back. Oh, you're calling for the comeback? I think Aaron Rodgers does not play well against good defenses, and Carolina got good defense. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers. Redskins and Patriots? Uh, Patriots. Yeah. Do I need to say anything about that other than Tom Brady? That's probably all I got to say. Uh, I'll just say New Orleans also with you, Doug. <laughs> because Tennessee has, without Mariota and going to New Orleans, they're going to be ready to play. They can start to make their way back into that division race, too. And uh, they can do it. They can do it at home. The Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Oh. Uh, Dolphins? Yeah, I've taken the Dolphins too because fucking the Bills just broke my heart all season and I'm tired of picking them. You know? You can break my heart in the other way now if you'd like. Rams and Vikings. Rams. Rams. He takes the Rams. I also take the Rams who are starting to find themselves just a little bit and they're in the mix for that AFC West or NFC West division. Jacksonville and the Jets. Um, Jacksonville. Doug takes Jacksonville. Uh, I'm reluctantly taking the Jets because they're going to be starting Geno Smith next week with Fitzgerald, or yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick uh, having that torn 
tendons in his thumb. Um, Non-throwing hand, otherwise he'd be done for the year. But uh, I don't like I don't like the sounds of he he looked pretty fucked up trying to keep that thumb when he had to jump in there for what two plays, and he looked very uncomfortable. So I don't see. I don't see a lot of light except for this Jets defense needs to prove itself again. Um, I don't. I, don't know, I, I feel like I almost want to change my pick now, Doug. I'm going to change my pick. I don't like it. I'm going to Jacksonville with Doug. Yay! We're going to Jacksonville. Yay! It's at the Jets, but fuck it. Jacksonville, yay! Raiders and Steelers. Uh, Steelers. Doug says that really quick. I am reluctantly going to take the Steelers. The only reason I am doing this is for the same reason I did it when Colin Kaepernick flew all the way to the East Coast to play the Steelers. You're going to fly all the way to the East Coast and play the fucking Steelers. That means you're playing at 11 o'clock. Well, Mountain Time you're playing 11 o'clock. You'll be playing 10 o'clock with the jet lag. That's not good. That's bad. AM or PM? Teams... Well, it'd be 10 o'clock your time. Like, basically Oakland time. But a.m. or p.m.? A.m. Oh, okay. It's, it's, the game is going to start at, like, 1 o'clock p.m. New York time. Right. But it's going to be 10 o'clock a.m. Where they're playing. Right. Yeah. So, where if they if that would be their body, the way their body feels, be playing at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Which doesn't feel great as it is, plus the jet lag... Teams underestimate that. Flying west to east is not awesome. Flying coast to coast is not awesome. Just ask the Jets today. They did it. Did not work. That's the only reason. That's the biggest reason I am picking them on this team is because they got to play at the Steelers, which is a tough place to play. It's all the way east from Oakland. That's not good for them. Uh, But I could definitely still see the Raiders winning this game. I definitely could see it. Roethlisberger will have another week on that knee. He did not look as mobile and nimble as he used to this week. Uh, he'll have another week of healing up just a little bit on that knee. So, New York Giants and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Doug. What was it? Buccaneers. TB and New York Giants. Fuck. Giants. I also will take the Giants... I don't know why. I, I really feel like this is a setup game here for. Man, that's toughy. The way Eli just played, I just feel like I gotta keep letting him go with it because he sort of likes to. He likes to get hot. He really is, when he gets hot. It's just like his brother used to play when he get hot. Man, he just throw a touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I'll stick with the Giants, but we'll see what, how that goes. Atlanta and San Francisco. Uh, Atlanta treated us well. I'll go with Atlanta. Atlanta is very lovely, especially when San Francisco sucks so much balls. We'll skip the next one. Go to the Sunday night game. Philly and Dallas. Dallas. Doug says Dallas without a care. I'm going to say Philadelphia coming off of a bye. Chip Kelly's going to change some things in that offense and start giving DeMarco the ball more. At least that's what I'm hoping for. I don't know. Maybe the idiot's trying to go back to college ball. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. My my theory is coming off of a really tough game from them. 
for Dallas, that is. And Philly coming in off of a bye week. I gotta like that. I like the teams coming off the bye weeks a lot of times. A lot of times they they play pretty fucking well. Um, Chicago and San Diego for the Monday night snoozer. Monday night shit fest, Doug. What do you think? Who's playing? Chicago and San Diego. Um. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. Uh, fuck. I don't know, San Diego. He goes, San Diego. I also am taking San Diego because of the things I had just said before about Chicago throwing away their garbage fucking talent. It's in San Diego. I don't know if Matt Forte is going to play. He may, he may not. Don't know how that injury went down. So, we'll see. If he don't play... Uh, San Diego's going to get a nice little win. That's what I believe, anyway. I I got theories, Doug. What you got, Doug? You got theories, Doug? About what? You're getting theorious. (laughs) You know, I... Because we'll talk about, like, you know, obviously the the Broncos game coming up. Um, But, like, I, I didn't realize, like, the next, like, the couple matchups the Broncos have. You didn't realize them? No, because I don't keep track of this shit. Um, <laughs> I pay attention to when a Game of Thrones actor is on Doctor Who. That's what I pay attention to. Aww. Macy Williams. Um, I'm sorry, Maisie. I got yelled at for a second name wrong. Oh, Maisie Williams. You don't um, want to ever do that because people bust your balls big time over it and it's ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't watch Game of Thrones, so yeah, I was like, I don't know. The tiniest Stark. And they were like, yeah. Like, she is. But I know her name's, her sword name's Needle. Um, thanks, thanks, Needle thanks, thanks trivia at Mile High Con. Um, well, their next couple opponents, um, we, sh- we, no, no. Uh, well, I mean, we haven't picked the Broncos game. So, uh, going into the Broncos game right now, I'm going to tell you, I'm taking the Denver Broncos. Um, Who are they playing? They're taking, playing the Indianapolis. No, I would take Broncos anyway. <laughs> um, their next three opponents before facing New England are going to be Indy, Kansas City at home, and at Chicago. So we have a couple of really shitty defenses to warm up to before we play New England. That was my concern. Um the end of our, our, our last five games, uh, the toughest games we got is going to be Oakland and Cincinnati. Oakland's playing here, though, so I'm not too super worried about that. Uh, they're not going to get the – we were able to beat them when we were not playing good at their place, and they took care of a pretty good Jets team. So I think the Denver Broncos are a very legit team. I think the Oakland Raiders are becoming a legit team. Um, but that all that being said, going into Indy, Next week, um, they're going to be coming off of uh, same deal the Packers are, except for switched around here. They're going to be playing Carolina's defense, then the Denver's defense, where they Packers played Denver. Now they're going to go play Carolina. So it's going to be tough on Andrew Luck. He's going to see a lot of Luke Keekley in his face. My other man crush in the NFL because he's just amazed balls. 
Um, but we should be able, this defense, if you think we harassed the great Aaron Rodgers, uh, you can only imagine what the fuck we're going to end up doing to the Indianapolis Colts. And that stadium will not be as loud as it is for other people because it is the dear Peyton Manning back at home again. So, uh, I think the Broncos are going to start rolling. I, I saw a lot of good things from this offense. I don't think that's a... That's an accident. I don't think it was an accident. I think, Doug, you were correct in your assessment of bye week came in and they figured out what it is that they need to do. Well, I think their bye week was like, and maybe not a, for lack of a better term, a come to Jesus um, in terms of like, we have to fix what's broken or we're not going to remain X and O. Well, you know, they probably weren't going to remain whole because it was going to be really, really, it's going to be really rough if uh, of a season to go into the playoffs. I mean, you're not going to end up, you, you can't go into the playoffs playing like that offensively and go in with any kind of confidence. You mean pre, pre, the games previous? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go you go to the playoffs, you know, because we're probably going to win. If not, I mean, with six wins, you only need to rack up about four more to make the playoffs. Typically, a 10-win team is going to make the playoffs. Typically. doesn't always happen. But typically, the magic number to get in the playoffs is about 10. Especially, it seems, in this NFL this year, 10 is definitely going to get you in the playoffs. So that was four more wins. So we only had to win, basically... Three more games. Half of our fucking games at home that we had remaining. And then one road game just to get in the playoffs. We don't want to win like that. You don't want to win games that way. You, I mean... Yeah, no, I understand. Going into the playoffs, you know you're playing playoff caliber teams. You don't want to win games that way. Let's assume they get the wild card. Let's just assume, presume that the Oakland Raiders somehow magically got ahead of them. If we assume that, then that would not be good. That would not be good to have to go on the road probably playing at Oakland. Um, you wouldn't have a ton of confidence going into that game. And I think games like tonight, that's the kind of shit that breeds confidence. That shows you that you can do the things that you got to do. Because that is a great defense. I don't care what anybody says. That defense is a top five defense, and we put 500 yards on them. So um, I don't really give a shit what you got to say. They got dominated. I don't care if it was at home. I don't care if it was an emotional night. I don't care if... They were on a bye. They were coming off a bye week too. This was a bye week and a bye week team coming together, and we look like the team. They look like a team that was going into a bye week, and we look like a team coming out of a bye week. So we were confidence building for sure. But I see that stuff growing. Like I said before, Bronco fans, I'm not going to give you the old Aaron Rodgers re. Relax. I ain't doing that. We're not going to do the R-E-L-A-X-S-S-S-S, as he kind of said it. I mean, he didn't spell it that way, but relaxes. Relax. So Cobra um, Commander says it. I'll get you, Joes. Relax. Relax. But 
I did say, it can't get much worse than this. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't get much worse than Peyton Manning throwing for 170 yards and three interceptions. I mean, you can't fucking play worse than that. And if he does, then you kind of go, well, I guess Osweiler really can't play worse than that. And if he does, at least he gives us a chance to throw a deep ball. But I like what I saw tonight. Everything's good in Bronco land. And we'll see you next week. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!